For the next month, the show is doing an audience survey so we can learn more about you and make the podcast even better. It's a short three-minute survey that's open to patrons and non-patrons alike. So if you want to check it out, you can visit theshowsamandjoe.com slash survey. You're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 142 for May 4th, 2017. This week, we talk about taking on the patriarchy, what we need in a relationship, our Meyer Briggs personality types, having no cell service, activism, and of course, our drag race updates. So stick around for the, the show. show. One, two, three, clap. Oh, Jesus. Ooh, damn. Slap those hams, Henny. That wasn't my hand. That was my ass. Mm. If you slap mine, it just makes a hollow. (laughs) Like when you hit (laughs) two bones together. It's like hitting a steel drum. There's like different tones. (laughs) You can use it as a musical instrument. I was actually the background drums in uh, Umbrella by Rihanna. See, the, the, was. But the thing is, in Hollywood, they never credit you with that. And it's the most important part. They never credit you. Doesn't she? That was Garage Band. A Garage Band looped in the in the background of Umbrella. God, that's when you know. Wasn't wasn't Perez Hilton in that music video? And he was like getting walked by Rihanna. Was he? I don't remember. Was that Umbrella? Uh, maybe it wasn't Umbrella. Maybe I don't, was I don't really remember Umbrella except for like the fireworks and the Umbrella. Well, the, I guess the, the, every time, I don't know why I thought of Perez Hilton, but every time I think about Perez Hilton, it's always him on his hands and knees getting walked like the dog he is. So, I mean, regardless. Yeah, he's, and he's insufferable. And literally so bad. So how are you doing? Uh, didn't I, you like go build a sink or something this week? Or Yeah, so I just got back from my ayahuasca retreat with the local shaman. Um, it was really great. I really want to do one of those, though, a, like for real. Like a for real ayahuasca retreat. Well, well, it was in Chelsea Handler's like documentary series that's like a hundred. Chelsea 100- does. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a hundred times better than her fucking talk show on Netflix, which was really, really yeah. good. I really love that episode. Um, but yeah, no, I was up um, in eastern Montana. There's like a little mountain range and my mom's parents um, owned a share of this like cabin in the middle of the woods and there's like no cell service. It barely has electricity. So I was up there um, like because there was an old kit or not a kitchen sink, but a, a bathroom sink and vanity from the 50s that we needed to take out and replace with something newer. Just trying to, you know, upgrade the place a little bit. So I was helping my folks out and I did that all weekend and legitimately no cell service. So I was like in the boonies for like three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like trying to I played lots of, of uh, cribbage, which is a card game that's really fun. Um, just hung out with the family. I brought my Nintendo Switch and played Mario Kart with my sister, which was really fun. Um, wow, mostly, you're just like a commercial. I'm literally, I talk about the Nintendo Switch so much, so I'm literally a commercial. I can just imagine you, that moment being in the commercial, <laughs> bringing families together. It's like crazy. <laughs> so, so crazy. But most of the time we were like repainting a bathroom in the oh, middle yeah. of the fucking nowhere. And there was a lovely little mouse nest with three Ooh. babies that we found. Um, and they shit all over. There was mouse poop literally everywhere. So uh, we promptly disposed of the mice and the babies. So RIP, they're in heaven now. Sorry, vegans. I've seen a lot of like mouse nests because, so my dad works in, uh, with pianos and organs and he like oh, goes yeah, that, all They these... love that shit. They love pianos. They do pianos. and they fuck it up so much though. Like mm-hmm. we will go, he has to carry around like 
anti my stuff like for when he goes out to these old country churches and stuff that are like infested with mice yeah a mouse like ran up to me in dc like last week or whatever did it beg for money (laughs) it might as well have i don't know honey (laughs) life is hard these days even for mice you know what you you did you threw it a cheese nip and it just rejected it it was like (laughs) you know what never mind oh no a cheese yeah i would probably reject that too Mm -hmm. r.i.p but yeah, no, so I had a very interesting weekend, um, cleaned lots of of mouse poop and stuff. We had a lot of help up there, so it was it actually wasn't that bad. And it was it was really nice country up there, and then the weather was really nice, and it was it was super cute. My dad went turkey hunting. He didn't get anything. So um yeah, nothing rugged. nothing really happened. Yeah, so rugged, like hashtag mask. Um I just imagine I imagine that the cell service in Montana is like what it was in Arkansas like 10 years ago. Probably, honestly. That's how I imagine it. And also when I look at like coverage maps, it's so... It's so interesting to see Montana in it. Yeah, well, it, the the reason why is because that we have a giant mountain range that goes through like the western half of Montana, so that's never covered because oh. it's literally fucking. It's the Rocky Mountains. Like it's it, there's no point of putting cell towers up there. But also, right. like we have just a little over a million people that live in the state. So when it comes to private companies like cell carriers, you know, the incentive to bring cell service to Montana relative to like Seattle, Washington, where there's like multiple millions of people. You're obviously going to, you know, get more bang for your buck when you put up cell towers in in Seattle. We just got T-Mobile service here. Like we, yeah, you've we, mentioned that several times. It yeah, seems to it, be the talk of the it, state it's, for the yeah, past it's the talk, year. It's the talk at the, uh, the town at the general store when I'm buying sure. my, you know, I'm buying my flour and repairing my my mm-hmm. wagon my wagon wheels and getting my snake bite medicine for Mary, whatever. Um but yeah, no, we Montana is a very it, it's a very uh, rural place mostly. But I live in one of the one of the many homesteads, one of the many towns here where we have actual running water and electricity. And uh, but I still ride a horse to school. We don't have automobiles up here yet. Sure. So I'll keep you posted. That um, sounds great. Yeah. So have you run in any into any um, mice that have uh, given you any trouble in Chicago? No, not in Chicago. I haven't seen any like they spray this apartment building mm-hmm. and I haven't seen any. The only mouse I've seen since I moved here was like on the tracks of the subway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my neighborhood's pretty clean ish. I feel like as far as Chicago goes. Yeah, but it's been a it's been a weird week. I feel like really has something happened. Well, uh, well, for one, my, well, my fellow's on a cruise. A cruise? He's on a Where family, at? a family cruise. I think right now he's in. He was in Grand Turk today, the which fuck I didn't is know that? what that was. Yeah, I don't. It's like by the Bahamas ish. Oh, so sounds speaking sweaty. of no cell service, he yeah, doesn't have shit. any. But um, we can communicate via Instagram messaging this past week. What? And, uh, Let's see. What? Instagram well, okay. messaging? Apparently they sell like on the cruise ship, like internet plans for your smartphone where it's like you can use these apps and these apps only. Oh, that's So like weird. Telegram's not listed. It's like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, for this week, I guess Instagram is our way of communication. <laughs> that is so weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> so like I, I miss him. Like obviously I'm not in – I wouldn't be in D.C. this week anyway. But yeah. – uh, uh, we, you know, he's off having fun and that's fine with me. That makes, I'm happy that he's happy. You know I'm what happy I always that say? He's I'm happy. just so happy that he's happy. Well, something, um, some, something that you gave away and what you just said is that you moved him to Telegram Messenger. 
Oh, I did. I think I'm the only person he uses Telegram with. I do that to as many friends as I can as possible because I love Telegram so much. Well, I told him I was having trouble expressing myself without stickers and GIFs. Exactly. So I was like, you need to get on Telegram. Yeah. Like, it's really hard to express yourself without those. Yeah. But other than that, I feel like I've just had an off week. Like, I've woken up every morning. I've been achy. I feel like old. Like, I don't know what's going on with me this week. It's your achy, breaky heart. Oh no, my fella's off at sea. Literally, he's he's, he's been off. shipped he, off. He's been shipped <laughs> off in the navy, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Uh, let me tell you, I had a um. Oh my god, this is so timely. This happened like a month ago, and I just forgot about it until now. I had a nightmare. I'm gonna call it a nightmare because. Um, it was like I was on a cruise somewhere and like I do not I never want to go on a cruise. I Mm-mm. I feel like I feel like it's Mm-mm. a cesspool of bacteria. Like disease. It, exactly. Like and one person gets on that boat that's sick, you're all dead in the way. Exactly. Literally you're gonna die. And and the most upsetting part of cruises for me is the fact that like there's no communication with the outside world. Like there's no yeah. cell service. Internet is wildly expensive because they have to do it via satellite and it's like really like exorbitant. It's horrible. And that's what my dream was about. It was I was going on a cruise and I forgot to tell you and it was a it was like a Tuesday and we had to record the <laughs> podcast. So I was like, oh, my God. So I had to like talk to the captain of the cruise and it was going to cost me like I shit you not like one point eight million dollars to <laughs> call you for an hour and record it. And I was like, I don't have that kind of money. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. It was very stressful. I shit you not. This is a dream that I had probably about a month ago. I am with you in that I never want to take a cruise. Like it, yeah, I don't just, it you know, doesn't, I don't it, know. It, He's been sending me some pictures though. Mm-hmm. Like that look, that look amazing. And I would, but I would just be really afraid that I would get seasick and then there's nothing you can do about it. Like exactly. you're on a fucking boat for a week. It's like, good luck. It's over. GG. It's fucking over. GG. Nice knowing you. Yeah. And so I don't know. Cause I used to get plane sick, but I'm mm-hmm. not anymore. I'm afraid I would get motion sick. And then it's just like, I don't really like the beach either, and the boat, like, stops at these beachy locations, you know? Yeah, they, like, stop at tourist traps along, like, you know? Yeah, and everything, they, like, upsell everything on the ships, everything's way overpriced, you can't get on the internet, like... It just sounds like jail. It sounds like prison. It sounds like prison on the water to me. And I'm like, why would I pay money to go to prison? (gasps) That's a good idea. We should start putting prisoners out to sea. Prisons are overloaded. I think I just solved the problem. Literally, our prisons are overcrowded. The solution is to ship them off to sea. Ship them off on cruise ships that never come back to land. Fucking President Birdsong over here. Like, am I right, (laughs) ladies? 2020. Get it together. 2020. President Birdsong, Vice President Ravioli. Oh, hell no. I'm, I'm not running next to you, bitch. It's going to be you and Brinty. Brinty's oh, going to be your VP. God, I hate I mean, you know, so I'm pretty sure a Furby would probably have better policy ideas than Mike Pence, but that's only my opinion. That is probably true. There has been so much drama. This Well, there's drama every week, it seems like, in politics, and I try to avoid... I guess in general, we both try to avoid talking about we've it. We've talked, yeah, we, we, yeah, we've talked about trying but to we, avoid yeah, that we, stuff on the podcast. Talk, but I try to avoid it in real life too. I just I it gets too. to me sometimes. It just makes me really sad. Like there was that politician this week that said something about I shit you not, people with people with pre-existing conditions 
or people without pre-existing conditions lead good lives or like yeah. people with pre-existing conditions don't leave good li- lead yeah, good exactly. lives. It's like, oh, like it's my fault for being born with like a congenital heart disease. Right. Or like, like being I, born sh- with I like should have anything. been born better. Yeah. And not only that, but I feel like that stigmatizes other things that people do get, you know, later in life. Yeah, totally. And it's like, I don't know. It's just like having something, having something pre-existing does not make you a fucking bad person. and doesn't mean you made a mistake or you made some bad choice in life. You know, it's just. They're just, ugh, they're just stupid. They're just stupid old white men. It makes me so mad. It just makes me wish. Well, I don't want to wish like a pre-existing condition on someone. <laughs> Let's Ugh. not go that far, but I mm. would on this guy. God. Oh my God. And it, they're it apparently just... voting on something new tomorrow. I don't know, man. Well, know. okay, so apparently on Thursday, like, it's it's rumored. That, I don't know if the rumors are rumors, but apparently dictator Kim Jong-Trump or whatever the fuck, he's planning on... Uh, doing an executive order about uh, what was it about about, like religious liberty or religious freedom which the ACLU will like automatically sue what's really nice about all these like really stupid executive orders that Trump has put into place is that we have really amazing and intelligent lawyers and really intelligent people in office that like hold court positions that know that it's dog shit and fucking they throw it down and nullify this shit you know, like weeks after it's it happens so that it shows goes to show that it's like, OK, this is ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. And then Trump has a temper tantrum over it because he doesn't realize that, oh, the president doesn't have supreme rule over a country because he's not a fucking dictator. It's incredible. But it just it makes you it, it makes me um, wish for a time gone past like. When Trump wasn't president, makes but me it, wish that Bush was president. Still. See, the, the, the thing is, is like I remember, remember when Obama was running the for his second term, and we were like all afraid of Mitt Romney. Like Mitt yeah. Romney isn't shit compared to Trump. Yeah, like I would gladly like have Mitt Romney right now as president of the United States than this fucking ass gr- giant orange ass gorilla. I don't know. It's just, it's just exhausting to talk about. It's literally exhausting so to exhausting. hear about. I don't know, on the news and stuff. Mm -hmm. I have the same opinion of, like, the government as I do of, like, RuPaul's Drag Race right now and that Mm -hmm. I want everyone gone and I just want them all to I want to redo. Like, even the good people I want gone. Like, I just want all of them gone. I feel like none of their hands are clean. Mm -hmm. Get rid of every single one of them. And I feel like a fucking, like, hillbilly when I say that because, like, all of them want the government overthrown all the time. Yeah, because it's like, okay, like, my little, my inner Arkansas anarchist is coming out a little bit. But I want to replace with like good people, not like more shitty people. Yeah, how much like that's such like a a a big order to like have people that aren't corrupt as fuck. Like I know I don't think it'll happen either. And people are like, I want the next Democratic nominee for president. I think we need. A younger dude. Like yeah. Obama was like 40 something when he got yeah, elected. He was, he was young compared to, you know. Right, younger, young compared to, you know, like right now, all of our top people who they're talking about are like 70 plus years old. And yeah. like, I understand that that's still not old. And I understand that like you, you are still super functional by at that point And, you know, you can do whatever you want and it's, the world's your oyster, whatever. But it's like, I feel like also you're a lot more set in your ways. And yeah. I feel like fresh you're face, not fresh really ideas. like I feel like Bernie Sanders was the exception where he wanted like radical change. But like yeah. no one else really wants that. No exactly. one. They're just like running. And I feel like they don't have a whole lot to lose They're mm-hmm. I don't know. 
No, I totally agree. We need fresh faces. We need a new coat of paint in the White House. Someone in touch with like younger generation and older generation. Someone, Someone with like an in Instagram between. account. Someone with Instagram, someone with some nudes that have leaked. I want right? someone who, someone used to who have understands a our generation. Channel. Right. Someone who used to be Tumblr famous or maybe even just had one popular Tumblr post. I don't yeah, care. someone who's made a meme. I don't know. Anyone who can fucking be in touch with this generation. Uh, speaking of know. misogyny. Uh, speaking of what? <laughs> why speaking happy, of well, old white men. Why Hillary didn't win. That's, I guess, mm-hmm. what I should say. Um, it pisses me off, though, because she. Ca- I was reading this New York Times article today, or I think that was New- it was New York Times. But she had discussed with someone, like, you know, why she lost. And she was like, I take responsibility. But also, like, the Russian stuff played into this. Them hacking into whatever his name's account and, like, mm-hmm. Comey releasing this shit. Yeah. She was like, if we had voted on, like, October 27th, I would have been the fucking president. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... I feel like those things happened to her and then it gave the people who are like who hate women an excuse to not vote for a woman. Exactly. For yeah. at least a big portion of them. not like all of them definitely, but I feel like there are some like hillbillies who were like, "Oh, well now I have an excuse not to vote for her." Aside misogyny from my will misogyny in play. Right. It will and always it, uh, be in play. So like now or I can another. vote for her and like feel o- not vote for her and feel okay about it. Yeah, know, now like, I cannot vote for her not just because she's a woman. It's because I have like uh, Russia or e- her emails, but her emails, right. her emails. God, oh my I god! I it. I have this I have this written down. It's kind of it's kind of veering off off topic for a second, but I was. Um, I came across like a really, really old, and by really, really old, I mean like six years old YouTube video. Um, a long time ago, it was like, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I made a mental note of it because I wanted to talk to you a little bit about it. And it was back in the day, back in the ye old YouTube days. Like when, beginning, beginning? I mean, the beginning to the sense where in this, that this situation would happen. Okay. You would have a video that would play. And then in the middle of the video, it would be like five seconds of like where they thought the thumbnail would be. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they'd have to like place a picture because you couldn't manually set the thumbnails. And right. so you had to like. You could you find had, like the center frame is what it captured. So you yeah. could hit like exactly the center frame and like flash an image and it would pick that. Like, oh my God! Remember that? Though? That's crazy. Did you ever? Did you ever have to go through with that? Like, were were you like? Did you care about your thumbnails enough to like be doing no, that back in the day? No, I don't think because you got the three options still. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. I think eventually you got three options. You might have just originally only had one. Oh but, my God, um, it just sounds like a fucking pain in the ass. This is weird, but no, I don't think I was ever that crazy about like choosing my thumbnail back then. Because mm-hmm. I think all of my older vlogs are just you know random thumbnails mm-hmm. yeah that's weird though to think how much control we have on our youtube videos now which is good yeah but thumbnails are also like shitty too i feel mm-hmm. like i feel like as years and years go by we get more and more okay with like how shitty thumbnails with can shit. be yeah and like mm-hmm. i'm like party to it too like yeah I, you know, we you all play are, the game. but now we're like desensitized to like what's in a thumbnail and I don't know. It has lots know. of colors and flashy images and right, right. You know, um, I found this really interesting article. Oh, really? That, well, it was on the data is beautiful Reddit. Do you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm yeah. sub to it, but I know I know what that subreddit is. 
Um, basically, someone did, let's see, it's verbs correlated with gender in 100,000 plot descriptions. I think they pulled this from Wikipedia plot descriptions of like books or oh, okay. it might be movies too. But basically, these were the words with at least 200 uses after he and she. And then they got the, like the 12 that were most skewed in each direction. So like mm-hmm. after the word she, the most common one was screams, cries, rejects, resists, accepts, forgives. And for men, it was kidnaps, rescues, beats, proposes, defeats, saves, kills. Jesus. That I is feel like it's because of volume. <laughs> Jesus like Christ. Of, and I, this also, I feel like this plays into the election shit, you know? <laughs> Here you go. I feel like it's just more proof of, proof is in the pudding, y'all, as my grandma would say. Great um, on pudding. Yeah, it's just like what roles women and men both play in our literature and in our movies and in our media well, it's what, in general. It's what they play in society and what, well, you know, because it, it's reflected in our media. Right, right. Yeah. That, does it, life it, imitate, imitate art or does art intimidate or does art mimic life? It does. Art intimidates me. Intimidates. That's for sure. <laughs> well, what's, it, the, it what's the word life. I'm looking for? Imitates. Imitates. Yeah. Imitates. It's intimidating. That old art Arkansas imitates. public schools coming back up. Um, I I don't. Oh God, that just makes every time I think about that. Like every time someone like comes up with more and more and more proof about just like internalized misogyny, just makes me sick. I'm inside. just in a very like. I'm just in a very like tear down the patriarchy mood this week. Honestly, why not? It's been going on for way too long. It's I'm about goddamn it. time God. the women got all the power. I am ready. We need some like feminine twinks and some like. Hardcore women, like in the White House, in everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. just sick of. I'm just sick of masculinity. I don't know why. Ugh. I'm just sick. Masculinity of it. is so 2000 it. and late, you guys. God, I hate it. So hate 2000 it. and late. Speaking of masculinity, I haven't I, even got hate crimes lately. I don't, oh, even, don't even know you where it's coming from. You, you haven't. I got your, yelled at outside of a weekly BP hate crime? station. Well, what? I got called, you know, the f word outside of a BP gas station in the a past fucker? month. No, F-A-G. I don't like to say it. Oh, um, okay. I understand. You know, shouted at by some, like, literally middle school students, like, wielding a baseball bat. And what? I was like, what are you kids doing? Like, is this how you're... It was, like, at night, too. And I was like, why? Who is letting you out this late? Was this in like, Chicago or was this in... This was in D.C. Oh, um, weird. Yeah, they were just, like, twirling this baseball bat and, like, calling me the f word and i was like okay i was like i don't know who you are but i need to call your parents yeah i was like this is what what gets you in an after school Shouldn't program y'all be studying for get school get out of there i could Scoot. like also how fucking boring is that like go home and right. play some video games go to the library go to fucking something. jack off god. jesus yeah jack off somewhere god anything but like hanging out outside the fucking bp what like if anyone's trash you, i'm just trying to fucking live my life <laughs> jesus and like the only thing that stopped me from just calling them losers with that they were kids it's mm-hmm. like i can't go off on these children <laughs> i feel like the older you get the less offended you are by by hate crimes and the more you're just sad for them you're just like oh, oh yeah like, yeah like, it's just totally. like y'all y'all have time for this why do y'all like, have time for this the bat intimidated me obviously that oh was yeah scary. yeah totally it was yeah, scary no. in the moment but, it's always like shitty to them, like, if it had just been them, I just would have been like, this is sad. Like, <laughs> like if you have a problem doing? with homos right now, like, good luck. Good yeah. fucking luck. Mm-hmm. You're screwed. 
Ugh, Lord. Speak, speaking of homos, I have kind of uh, a yeah. dilemma, kind of a thing. I don't know. I've been thinking about it lately. Um, so at my university this week, there is a a like couple like pastors or like protesters or something, some, you know, crazy nut jobs that are, you know, came to the, you know, college campus and are screaming, not screaming, but they're preaching hate rhetoric about, you know, like the gays and the feminines, fem- feminists and everyone. Um, and I I kind of have a, of a question for you. Can I be gay and not be an activist all the time? Like, can I pick and choose my battles? Or do I have I to have everything be a battle because I'm gay? I think we've talked about this. Like... I don't, it's hard. It's Mm -hmm. hard being any sort of minority or like, and feeling like you have to be, I don't know. I don't, I see. Feeling like you have to be the part of, a part of something. Right. All the time. For some people, being a part of something is just like, um, like you act the way you act towards other people. And they're like, oh, I've never had any interaction with a gay person and this is a lovely one and yes. of course it's not a good idea to judge everybody based on one person in their group but mm-hmm. people do it and if they see one nice homosexual they're like okay one nice like, same clean with my relatives. homosexual right? who does my hair at the salon god exactly him and his partner god anyway so what, what I'm getting at is there's like one or two people I don't know many details about it because I haven't seen them on campus I've been avoiding them like I've been literally on the opposite end of campus of these like two people that like drove here they're like old men they're preaching blah 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 hate speech whatever so the I digress to the point of there are a group of of people from the university that are like having a dance party to like drown out their noise or whatever and I'm I'm all like all well and good to that but I I got invited to go by like multiple people to go and partake in this event and I I feel like I feel kind of bad for not wanting to, but this it, it just it sounds like a very quote baby gay trademark end quote thing to do in my opinion. This is something that I would be totally up for when I was like 15 and just came out of the closet and was like in super activist mode. But for me, like my mentality is these two people like preach hate speech for a living. They, like, record people they get in conflicts with. Like, this is their livelihood. They're here to get aroused out of people, right? Like, they're they're here to, uh-huh. to get people, you know, roaring or whatever. It was literally two people. Um, their, their minds aren't going to be changed by some college feminists coming up and trying, you know, trying to scream at them and whatever. Or, like, having a dance party with glitters and rainbow and Katy Perry music and all these other things. Um it just it seems kind of I don't know I if I I it kind of feels like slacktivism to me in some sort of way I don't know I feel like I'm being too harsh in some sense because I understand like the the being part of a community part and and wanting to you know band together against hate speech and whatever like I'm all well and good for that but I I feel kind of in kind of externally judged I'm externally judging myself for not wanting to participate because I just don't feel like it's worth it. Like, I feel like I'm at this point in my life where I pick and choose my battles. Like, instead of, you know, thinking about these two people protesting at my super, super liberal college where they're literally not going to make a difference whatsoever. They're literally nothing. Like, no one should be giving them the time of day. Instead of listening to that, I am like... 
I am thinking about the gay concentration camps in Chechnya, in Russia, and like all these other like I have different priorities to think about. But when like, it comes what are you to, doing like, about that? But know? like, literally, I'm not doing anything about that either, you know. But I, but my my mind is in different places r- rather than you know these well th- these two people. I don't know. I I feel I feel bad thinking about it. I feel bad not going, but I also don't. I'm well, I'm conflicted. I think before, like the, a lot of those dance parties are going on, like. In D.C., they're holding them outside, like, on the streets where Ivanka Trump's house is, you know. They're Mm -hmm. holding them, like, outside whatever the most hated politician is right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I feel like when you protest something or when you do a march or something like that, you have to think about why you're doing it and, like, what you hope to accomplish. Whether it's just being seen or whether it's like being with a group of people you feel comfortable with, like are you doing yeah. it for yourself? Are you doing it for to change someone's mind? Is this going to raise awareness or attention? Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are a lot of different ways to raise awareness and get attention, and I don't like not all of them are everybody's cup of tea. I guess, and yeah, like it's hard I guess you're to right. figure out. I don't know because it'll be different in everybody's mind what is effective and what's not effective. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I always think that gay people need to be very much like we're in a time in the world where gay people need to be very much seen and heard in like every aspect of life. But I don't really know what good a dance party like outside of a preacher's house or something is going to do. Like in my mind, I would be like, I don't really know what this is going to do. Like maybe. I don't don't know what this is accomplishing because I didn't even know this person was coming to my campus until I heard all the hubbub of people wanting to protest it. Like they like if this person wanted attention, like I feel like we gave it to them like uh, like outright before they even came like I knew about this. If it wasn't for you know, if people, I don't know if it, in my like mind, I just don't think that matters. I don't know. So like invite them to a debate, either that or like and ask to sit down with them or like yeah. And if they refuse, then like protest the like protest the event maybe maybe yeah. like protest or hold up signs that say we want to talk to you. You know, because like know. I. I I see pictures online of like people yelling at at these preachers, people try like handing Pepsi's to the preachers, you know, yeah, like thing, things like, like he, this where I just don't feel like that it's 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 not accomplishing anything in my mind. It doesn't like I don't feel yeah. like that it's doing anything. No one's learning anything at the end of the day with this. It's just giving them attention. And I'm like, literally, why are you wasting your time? Like, like, I don't I, I would never give this person the time of day. And now you're it's literally in my Facebook feed and it's been in my Facebook feed for three days. Like you're giving these, you know, hate rhetoric people attention. And it's just annoying to me. I, don't I know. think it, it, in, I don't in a situation like that, like you said, it seems like a very baby gay thing. And I think maybe it's important to some people. Like when I was saying, do, are you do you do this for yourself? Do you do this to change? something? Right. And I think a lot of those people some of them may be fresh out of the closet and they're doing it for themselves like yeah like that's something i would have done i did that sort of shit when i just came out of the closet because it was self-fulfilling and it felt like that i was part of something it made me feel less alone like the the thing that i want to take home with this is that like i don't i don't think that it's bad like i don't think that people doing this are are bad people or less than or whatever you hate them and you want them all dead I want them all dead no it's just that it's 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 this conflicting feeling within myself being like why do i not want to partake in this like, why do I think this is kind of, you know, fruitless? 
You know, why why do I feel like this is not accomplishing much for yeah. in, uh, in the overall scope of thing? When probably because like, it's not. Probably because it's not. And, <laughs> and the I, thing is, is like you could bad you, you could you know when you're talking about like people protesting outside Trump's you know Trump University or you know Ivanka Trump's mansion or whatever, they're huge high profile political figures, and I totally understand that. Like people know who they are; they're in the public eye. Like you know, they have. Huge huge power right maybe now. this is like the small town version of that like those, maybe. those people can't go to dc to protest you know so <laughs> i mean finding, i don't know what sort of power these two little preachers have they're finding their own version of that in montana i guess so and maybe it's more of a comfort thing maybe it is it's maybe it's more of a comfort and community thing. i'm not much of a protester like i'll go Me to either. a march or something yeah but i'm not much of a I, I don't know. Everyone's different. Everyone has their mm-hmm. own way to get to be seen and to get shit done. And what I always hate, though, is when people say that you're not doing enough. And it's like, exactly. I'm, just, I'm trying to fucking live. Like, I'm yeah, trying to survive in the fucking world right now. That's enough. And it's hard as shit. And I feel like people could be a little more forgiving about what people what people can offer to you know, whatever like, they're a part of. Exactly. So when whenever someone is like, you know, are you an activist? I think in my in my mind, I'm like, I feel like that I am an activist when I am my true authentic self, which is such a, it's such a fucking cop out move. But I feel like that it, it is very true to a to a really interesting degree. Um, I feel like I'm an activist when I am not censoring myself in public, when I am being the big old queen that I want to in public with my friends and like if I want to I'm holding my my partner's hand who's also the same you know gender as me these these little things that we tend to overthink and and normalizing being gay in the public eye I feel like that is that is activism in itself and sometimes you know that's all we can do and and I feel like even though that is all some of us can do I feel like it's important just being open being us being public so maybe you don't need to go to marches all the time maybe you don't need to you know protest all these preachers that are being useless all the time. You don't need to, you know, fly to DC for every, you know, gay march. But what you, you can do if you want is just being you in public, being public about you being a big old queen, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Sure, Jan. <laughs> sure. 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 Speaking yeah. of big old queens, should we talk about drag race? Uh, yeah, I barely remember it. It was the Madonna runway. Oh, yeah. 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 Nothing. What was the challenge? Um, oh, it was Snatch Game. <laughs> it was Snatch Game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. If I have to fuck it. Okay, fine. Alexis won the challenge. Yeah, Finally. so Alexis so was she Liza Minnelli. So she her fucking mouth. <laughs> Stop playing the goddamn blame game. And, okay, mm-hmm. I have to say, last week I called her, what did I call her? Consistently beige consistently beige she finally whipped out some sort of personality the liza was good the liza was good it was really good um who was who was like next to win oh i would have given it to uh who was the the other one what did who, uh, they portrayed the german something? oh yeah 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 it was uh I I sasha valor as sasha someone I, I feel uncultured even talking about it. Well, the it. thing is, is like, I feel like that Sasha Valor did a really good job because she made us like a character we literally had no idea who they were. 
Right. Like, that's how just, you know that you do a good job. Is like I don't remember her name, but I really loved her personality. I just wanted her to win because I didn't want Alexis to win. I'm over <laughs> Alexis Patty and her like honey. her fucking like <laughs> condescending ass voice in all mm-hmm. of the fucking untucked episodes. She's always I'm talking, talking I'm down. Talking. Yeah, literally yeah, exactly. always talking down. It's crazy, and it's just like. I don't know. She has a very unlikable personality, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's like the shit. And I'm like, girl, you're obviously not because you just only finally won. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Peppermint dancing, though, was amazing. Peppermint slayed that yeah. fucking lip sync. It was so good. And I'm so glad I don't have to hear the fucking word cuckoo again for the rest of this Same. goddamn season. I heard it enough mm-hmm. last season. I don't know. And it, someone else in this episode even mentioned that they were only calling her cuckoo, which made me feel Literally. better because that's, I I know it's Cynthia Lee, but I, I she's cuckoo. Yeah, it doesn't is. matter when all she fucking says is cuckoo all the no. goddamn fucking time. All the goddamn Like, I understand, time. like, that people like her personality and she's really nice, but if you don't think she's annoying, wake up. Mm-hmm. Wake the fuck up. Oh, who my else, God. Speaking of annoying... I still oh. like Pheromone. I hated everything about Pheromone almost every week, but mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> she's so stupid. She's yeah, so she's dumb. A, she's she's a ditz. But she's, she's a ditz. like sweet, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, you're just like a little puppy. Like exactly, and you know, she would do fucking GG gorgeous. I, I thought that was the game. worst decision. It was ever. so bad, so bad. And I also I mean, hate it when when other people do queens. I think Michelle said. She didn't yeah, like that. Exactly. And I don't like that either. Because like Aja did um, Alyssa Edwards, I think. And yeah. then And then uh, Nina Bonina Brown did Jasmine Masters. And I think Nina Bonina Brown does a really good Jasmine Masters. But still, there is sort of a cop out effect when you do a queen from yeah. a past season. Right. You know, it's it kind of like, oh, just seemed, yeah, it's just seemed like this is your chance to be anybody be mm-hmm. someone like really famous or someone with exactly. a crazy personality like separate from this show or something. Yeah, meanwhile, know. you know, Pheromone does someone internet famous with no personality. So I don't know what the deal Ooh, is. The shade. Ooh, burn. I love Gigi Gorgeous, but if you think that, I don't know, why why would you pick her for Snatch Game? That's like like picking a rock to do for Snatch Game. There's no personality <laughs> to work with there. Yeah, there there isn't really other than, mm-hmm. you know, lip gloss. Other than her looking pretty and always being in a bathrobe or whatever, she, which she got. got. She got the look. Good, yeah, she got the look. She did. And I feel like Gigi has some good, like, one-liners about glitter and something i don't know but it's just it's just yeah too so alexis michelle fucking congrats bitch whatever i guess whatever and then soak it in now honey yeah soak it in honey not gonna happen again lightning doesn't Um, strike twice for bitches do you so do you remember any of the madonna looks did you have a favorite out of all of them i hate what's her name botox trinity trinity k bonet yeah hers looked good she and she, I don't know what was going on in Untucked where they were talking about edges and she just got so like a I don't know it was she got it like she didn't offended. understand what the what the term edges meant like snatch my yeah. edges and it was just like became this huge ordeal and if Aja is annoying the shit out of me like mm-hmm. officially in mm-hmm. Untucked and in the actual episode I'm so 100% over Aja and her like mm-hmm. even remotely thinking she's good pisses me off it just pisses me off that someone can be such a sloppy mess and think they're good it just oh what a sloppy bitch worrisome Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i'm sure she's a great person (laughs) that's the worst call that is like the worst thing to say to someone it's like did you like my boyfriend and you're just like 
I'm sure he's a great person. <laughs> that is my favorite thing to do to people, and I don't even so care. Good. I don't even care. I'm it's sure she's a, a great person. <laughs> one thing, one thing I do uh, need to say about Aja's look is that Aja's makeup this episode wasn't nearly as bad as it was from the previous episodes. Like she did like no. a feathering with her with her eyebrows. Like she she got the Madonna makeup down. I think it, it didn't it looked pretty decent. It didn't look like it was fucking Mount Vesuvius melting off of her face this week, which was really nice. It was a good change. Um but I I Valentina's look was the was the censored look with the hair and the cigarette from yeah. sex book, which I thought a lot of people thought that it was like basic or whatever. I thought it was a good idea because like, I mean, shit, we had two different sets of queens that had matching looks, you yeah. know, at least it wasn't a matching look, you know. Yeah, that was tragic that that happened again. Yeah, it was like, like, at least there were no goddamn kimonos. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God, I really I don't know. I don't know. What? What do you not know? I I I still don't know how I feel about Valentina because last week I didn't totally, like her. Totally, I understand. And mm-hmm. this week I liked her a little more. I feel like Untucked makes me like her. Yeah. I don't know because she just seems very over it and very like not into the shit, not mm-hmm. into the bullshit. Yeah. I don't know though. Which isn't necessarily I bad. Her. I feel like that in the I feel like in the show she's more quiet and she speaks up more in Untucked, which yeah, makes me like yeah. her more. I think her um, being quiet makes me like her more. Like the more really? she's, yeah, she's like not involved in the drama or. Yeah. I don't know. It's just yeah, something. Totally. I'm starting to like her again. Ooh, oh, my God. It's like up and down with you. I know. It's just so, it's so crazy. Such a crazy I like Valentina, but I don't think I'm rooting for her. There's like crazy no. Valentina stands that like want her to win. I kind of, I don't know. There's something about like, oh God, if Peppermint pulls out a goddamn another pink anything. For the rest of the season, I'm going to pull my I'm going to I'm going to snatch my own fucking edges. Trinity, Um, I haven't liked most of her looks. I don't I haven't either. But there's something about her personality that I just I've fallen in love with. I just love Peppermint as a person. And I don't know if that's that's, you know, qualification to win drag race. I don't think it is. But oh, God, I just love Peppermint. She's just like she's so nice and she has so many great things to say. And uh, I want to root for her, but I don't think that she's like rooting material. I think I'm still rooting for Shea Coulee. I feel like she's high fashion enough. Yeah, um, I think what Shea, it- Peppermint, and Valentina are like my mm-hmm. tops. Yeah, definitely. But I, I, like I say every week, I want them all to go home. Yeah, if they if all I'm went home, it, it's that's fine too. Either be one of those three win, or they all go home. Pack your bags, girls. Pack your bag, bitch. Get out of my face. Get out of town. Get out of town. Uh, anyways, well, there you go. There's our, our drag race recap, wherever the fuck that totes, is. Totes. Um, uh, should we do more, favorite things? How many more queens are there, though? Um. Oh, like, God, I can't count. There's still several. There's like six or seven, at least. Okay, so there's still a good amount of episodes left. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think sure, so. Sure, sure. This is only favorite. episode five. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay, yeah, favorite things is good, favorite things. These are a few of our favorite things. So I'm going to go first because mine's kind of a cop out. Sure, go ahead. Um, my when favorite thing this not? week is never having to listen to Cynthia Lee Fontaine ever again. Because <laughs> holy shit. It is it literally not joking. She got so annoying so fast. As, she, as soon as she came back, I was like, we have to deal with this shit again. Because she was super annoying during her, her season. And she was only there for like three episodes. Like... 
it was. Oh, God. I wonder and if she knows how bad her Sofia Vergara was. Like it seemed I, like oh. when she was talking about it, she was like, "They didn't think my jokes landed," and I was like, "What jokes, honey? Do you even literally know? where were they? Where yeah. were they? Like, how could you even think that went well? Like, ugh. Like, yeah, there's I'm one thing having a gone. there's one thing of like having a catchphrase, but like she milked Cuckoo half to death. Mm-hmm. Like she was beating Cuckoo the dead horse with her fucking heel in the untucked lounge for like five episodes. Yeah. That's what she was doing. Like Cuckoo has is dead. I never want it to come back to life. We need to put Cuckoo to rest. Okay. Bury it six feet under where it fucking belongs. I feel like end. she's like trying to make it a branding thing almost. Like right? she I'm wants like, the Ugh. t-shirts, she wants the merchandise sales, whatever. And if she if she is, like it is ugh, it, she's trying hard. That's for yeah. goddamn sure. You can see right through that shit. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. just like so annoying. Oh my god. Ugh. If one of these queens came back, besides Eureka for next season, uh mm-hmm. who would you want that you wouldn't have a problem with being back? Uh, out of out of all the eliminated queens so far, or out of all the queens in total of the season, uh, we'll say all the ones eliminated so far since it was since Cynthia was in the first three last one. Who who all's been eliminated? Oh God, let me check. Hold on, um, the, the, the wiki. Jesus, I don't even remember. It's it's just like once they're once they're gone, they're like dead to me. Literally, I forget them. Hold on, I'm I'm hold on. Okay, okay, okay. season nine. I literally can't even remember. Okay, James Eureka. Mansfield, oh, yeah. Kimora Ooh. Black, oh, yeah. Charlie Hydes, uh-huh. Eureka, uh-huh. and Cynthia Lee Fontaine. So it had to be between those first three. Who can I want? not? Can I just pass? No, you have to choose one, honey. <sighs> you have to choose one. Okay, okay. I'll choose Charlie Hydes, but with metal legs so she can't like... <laughs> Fuck so up like of, a cyborg version. Robo hides. Charlie <laughs> the robot hides. <laughs> what about you? Um wait, who were they? James Manfield, Charlie, and Kamora? I hated Kamora. Yeah. Oh honey, we know. We got an earful. Hated. Uh, I so I guess I'd have to pick Charlie again, right? Just exactly. so I could hear her complain about her age for another two episodes until she's booted off again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. the only one. She's the one I think that would annoy me the least with because I know she would get kicked out early again. I just know. Right. It. God damn it. Oh man. Well, good favorite thing, honestly. Something yeah, to good be favorite thankful thing. For. Um, something to take note is that the only queen um, this season who has won twice um, is Shea Coulee. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so keep that in mind when you're when you're making your brackets or whatever sure. for, for your drag race, sure. Sure. whatever's. Sure. Yeah, okay. Good favorite thing. Good favorite Bye. Thing. Bye, Good cuckoo. Thing. Bye, bitch. Um, mine is a store that's close to my apartment that I. Oh my god! Is it called Seven Eleven? No, but what? I love 7-Eleven too. But my favorite store, it's like a block away from me, Family Dollar. <gasps> Family Dollar. It's closing down. What? I so I was in so I was in Arkansas, then I was in Chicago. So I was gone this for like, like this is like losing a family member. Literally. It's like losing a family dollar member. But <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck fuck right off. Okay. Fuck off. I was in Arkansas, then Chicago. So I was gone for a good like week and a half, two weeks. Apparently Mm -hmm. in those two weeks, Chicago went to hell without me. I walked to Family Dollar this past week when I got back from Chicago from DC and they had these blowout signs all over the store. Everything's like 
50 to 20% off. And I just was like, all right, let's do this. I stocked up on so much shit because I go there literally every other day because Mm -hmm. like if I, it's like brand name stuff and it's like cheap. So I can get, go get some like chip ahoys or, you know, some ice cream or some candy or some soap or paper towels or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, Apparently it's being turned into a dollar general though. Which is um, fine. Okay. My dad. Okay. I told my dad the news, and he was like, "Well, that's good. Dollar General is like even better." And I was like, "It's the principle." I yeah, was, it's 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 the it's the matter of fact. Dad. I was They're family. taking something away from me. I was family at Family Dollar. I know yeah. the manager. I actually do. Mm-hmm. We're friends. We're not really friends, but we know each other. You're friends when you're at Family Dollar. We're friends when we're at Family Dollar. When you're in Family Dollar, it's a family. It's a dollar. God damn it! I- you're a dollar <laughs> when you're in Family Dollar. You're a dollar. <laughs> When you're at Family Dollar, everyone's a dollar. Okay. You're a dollar. I'm a dollar. Everyone's a dollar. Everyone See, turns into a dollar. No, everyone's family the, a dollar. This is something I've realized a lot of people have been mistaken about. There's a huge difference between Family Dollar and Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree oh, is a oh, dollar yeah. store. Like, it does mm-hmm. not have brand shit. It is like, it is shitty. It is shit. It is shitty. It's like the the type of store you go into, like, when you're drunk and you want to buy, like, a cheap Mardi Gras necklace, you know, whereas mm-hmm. Family Dollar is literally like a micro Walmart, like yes. very micro. Like they have some, they have like pillows, you know, for like, or it's like a miniature big lots, I guess. It's kind of like a Daiso in the sense where they have like a bunch of shit all right. over the place. It is like a Daiso, except not as, not as scatterbrained, not as, not as yeah. scatter. Yeah. Um, so you like you can get your paper towels and you can get your like chips ahoy and you could, they even have some groceries so you can like get your, some cheese there or yeah. like shredded cheese. I wouldn't get anything else. Yeah, um, exactly. It's too much work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's like a mini grocery store like for on the run daily shit. Well, I'm so sorry for your loss. Thank you. But I am like Dollar General should be a nice replacement. It's just I hope they get it up fast because I need that store there. Yeah, I need mm-hmm. it there. Like it's in a a great location, in my opinion. Because yeah, yeah. I, it, now that the weather's warmer, I'll walk down to the grocery store. It's, I mean, it's like four, five blocks. Like I'm just lazy. oh, that's nice. I know. It's like I could go there, but it's just been cold, and I just like that family dollars around the corner. So shout out. To all of my homies working at the Family Dollar here in Chicago. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my dollar. family of dollars. Mm-hmm. I love you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm what are you sorry, sorry that for? I wasn't? I'm sorry I wasn't in Chicago for a week and a half to save you. Uh, literally, see, like <laughs> this, this is what happens when you leave. Everything goes to shit. You're the glue that keeps Chicago together. This is like okay. There's this chicken chain called Grandy's. It may be totally out of business at this point, but when I was mm-hmm. young, I always wanted to go to Grandy's, and my parents never took us there because it was greasy and it was disgusting, and I loved it. And mm-hmm. Grandy's eventually went out of business, and I've blamed and it was them ever since. You never went because I never, never went. Your parents never allowed you to give them business. Mm-mm. It's true. Your parents single-handedly killed a restaurant chain. Never let them live it down. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. living in cold blood. <laughs> so uh, I know that's a like a mine sounds like a cop out too. I guess I also have a so cute your, your phone favorite case. thing is is the family dollar that's dying. Sure, yeah, and also right. this cute phone case. I'm bringing into fashion marble the phone cases. Check oh out my, my Instagram. Go to it. I've got some pictures of my case. It's gorgeous. I'm bringing it in fashion. Oh my God! Yes, Queen. It's like okay. it's like distressed jeans. Bringing yeah. them back. Bringing them back. 
bringing it mm-hmm. in in the first place. All right. Good favorite, Good favorite things. things. Great. Mediocre Good job. favorite things. We tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Subpar favorite things. <laughs> okay. We've got a, an email and a text this week. Which one you want first? Oh, I don't care. I can't read either of them. Okay. I'll just... <laughs> I don't know why I gave you a choice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you even give me like the, 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 the illusion of choice in this situation. Okay. We're going to go with the email. Hi, Sam and Joe. It's Connor from England. I've been listening to the podcast for over a year now. It helps distract me from my anxiety when walking places late at night. So thank you both for this hashtag researched approved therapy. Anyway, Mm -hmm. tomorrow is my two-year anniversary with my boyfriend. Very happy for me, very concerned for you. And I want Mm -hmm, to know mm -hmm. what both of you think is the key to a long-lasting relationship. I appreciate hearing you both talk about more personal topics and hope you'll answer this. Thanks for the podcast and all you do, Connor. Thank you. Thank you, Connor. Thank you so much. In his language, he's in England. Thank you, Connor. His Chat. language. What's good, mate? Fish, fish and chips. Fish tally and ho. Chips, tally ho. Tea. Crumpets. You can't. Oh no, that's that's Aussie. <laughs> that's that's both, right? I don't know. They were saying that in Outlast too, which I've been playing, and I was like, "What the fuck? This like we don't say that in America. This is this we don't this is we don't use those kind of words. We don't in America. use these words. I'm gonna have to pray about this game. Literally, I, I mean, th- any further? Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of praying because people are praying in that game. That's for sure. That game is so fucking problematic, and I mm-hmm. don't really have a problem with it because I can like understand it's a video game and like stuff. Yeah, exactly. but I understand how it can be very triggering to other people. Literally, it is fucked up. Yeah. That last two is fucked it up. It is so fucked up. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, um, Sam and I, have neither of us have been in a long-lasting relationship, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, the last long, long-lasting relationship Joe was in was like 100 years ago. And he's no. just in, an, he's, he's in one kind of right now. That's just, the, like just the beginning blossoming. Ago. It was like six or seven years ago was my last one. Oh, okay. It was like a lot long ago. Mm-hmm. And the, my longest relationship was like eight months. So congratulations. You're asking the wrong people. But two, we'll answer anyway. I think two years was my longest too. Or like, oh my like God. a year and a half. It's like a year mm-hmm. and a half before it was like finally. That's a decent relationship. Before that totally. horse had been beaten to death, honey. Mm-hmm. Before that horse got catap- decapitated. Gasped its last breath. God. <laughs> Um, so I thought this would be fun to answer because I thought we could just say what we would need in a long lasting relationship. And I think mm-hmm. I sort of hit on it last week when I said one of like one of my primary things would be how I am in the relationship. Do I like myself who I am when I'm around that person? Yeah. Like how does that being in the situation with them make me as a person? Like does it make mm-hmm. me a good person? Does it drive me crazy? Does it turn me into this crazy? Because in my last relationship, we really brought out the worst in each other, like the yeah. absolute worst in each other. And I that I don't think that makes obviously that doesn't make a long lasting relationship. Yeah, obviously, that's not the goal. And I right. think being able to talk about anything, like any problem that comes up, you have to be able to talk about it. And yes. like open communication, communication is key for sure. And also like um you have to give each other what you what the other needs. Like, mm-hmm. I think I need a lot of physical contact in a relationship. Like, I yeah. like to occasionally hold hands. I like to snuggle on the couch. You know, like that's who I am. Oh my god, that is so gay. It is so gay, and it's like I love not it who I don't think anyone would like know that about me. <laughs> right? Like, I don't think I put off that aura. 
But it's like, oh, cuddling's so gross, right? I, I want to cuddle really like, bad. I, that's how I gauge how somebody feels about me, I guess, or like how my mind gauges it. Yeah. And so, like, I think I would, like, you have to give each other what you need and be understanding mm-hmm. too, I think. Understanding, yeah. communication, and how you are, both of you are in the relationship. Exactly. That, that's really good. Those that's are my a really three, good. My triforce. Oh my God. You're like so mature. I'm and so like mature. Understanding. I think the older you get to, the more, like when you first start dating and stuff, you're sort of just like grasping at straws in the dark. Yeah, you're, you're just, just like, I'm just so glad this person wants to be with you. Yeah. You're, it's <laughs> almost like you'll be with anybody. Basically. Literally, and yeah. You like, are very choosy. You're as a, choosy as you think you are, you are desperate. <laughs> you're a little more discerning and I'm a little mm-hmm. more like rational, I think, when the older you get. You you're aren't like, crazy? What? Yeah, like if it's not crazy? working, you can like pinpoint it. And you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to like, you stop ignoring the red flags, you know? Right, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, this is fine. Like, honey, yeah. you're dating an axe murderer. It's fine. He just has a gun collection. He's hot. He's hot, though. He's the hot sex though. is great. You're, but there's corpses all around the room. It's fine. I can just ignore it. That is like, like literally whenever there's like a serial killer on the loose or something and his mugshot, they look like hot in it. That's like all anybody talks about. And it's like, are right. you kidding me? Um, Lord. What about you? What do you think is the key? Um, the key... For me, I feel like that it would be, I do like physical affection. I'm totally with you on that. On that, Open communication, totally. Like, if you can't talk to your partner about what you like, what you don't like, what you're having problems with, like, struggles you're having with them, you know, struggles they're having with you, you know, because, like, the thing is, if you keep that shit bottled up inside, then it cannot be resolved because the, the bitch doesn't read your mind and you can't read theirs either. So you have to communicate in order to talk these things through. It's like, oh, I didn't know that you didn't like that I, you know, put my feet in your face or something weird like that. What? Um, That's a deal breaker. Right? I know. Feet in my face all the time. Except all the time, I, every day. I, I don't know. Oh, feet. Oh, God. I have mm, an aversion to feet. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't mind um, feet. I just don't I want know, them, like, rubbing on my penis. You know, <laughs> and that doesn't do it for me. What but. about a what about two feet deep in your butthole? Uh, no, thank you. I can barely fit like one foot in there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, come on, I can barely fit one foot. I'm come not on, there don't yet. be ridiculous. I can no barely can fit, fit the one. Two feet. Oh my god, my life. Come on. I like giving crazy. my partner like foot rubs. Really? Yeah, I like giving oh um like foot rubs, back rubs, and head rubs. Oh, I, I like scratching my, my uh, the my the guy that I'm dating. Scratching like, him? boyfriends. Like, what do I what do I call him? My, I, call him, I feel like if, I have this weird thing where thing or I don't know what my do my my thing. Your my dude trick. My trick. Your trick. Oh God, what am I then? <laughs> I <don't> Jesus. Know. <laughs> I I have a weird thing where any anytime like uh like a same sex couple they call the other person their partner. I feel like that we're like. Back in 1985, and like no, see, you can't say the word boyfriend. I don't have a. Yeah, problem I know. With I need. That. I need to get over that. It's, well, it's like think... it's a weird age thing that's att- attracted or that's um, associated with that for me. It's I like really saying boyfriend me. just because I like the sound of it. But like, Same. I think I'm more prone to say partner because I think everybody. I think straight people 
and should say partner too. And I know mm-hmm. straight people who do like, like, um, you know, Natalie Tran community. Channel. Oh yeah. She always talks about her partner and I'm like, that's yeah. really cool. That seems really progressive. It's, in my it's, mind. it's Cause like if I, if I disassociate the like, Oh, 1980s like phrase of like, I can't say boyfriend because some people will kill me or whatever. It's gender neutral. It's really cute. You know, it's it's a really good name for like the person that you have a thing for, my partner, it, right? Yeah, and it's like they are your partner in life. Partner in crime. Yeah, partner like in life. your partner in crime. Your like it gives this sense of like um uh equalness. Yes. Between very, you. very true. That's something yeah. I need to work on. That's what I like. Uh, what were we talking um, about? Oh, every night my um my parents are like clockwork. They're on the couch at like 8 30. My dad will give my mom a foot rub and my mom oh. and then my mom will give my dad a head rub. Oh, and that's cute. Like that is so cute. And so I like I like giving I like it when someone's head is in my lap and I can just give them a head rub. I like that a lot too. Yeah. Agreed. We're getting really gay in this podcast. I know, I know. Just, I'm getting old and gay. I like I like giving my partner head scratches. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm actually I'm Joe and I are recording this earlier tonight. Because I'm going to go over to his house. We're going to watch Westworld. It's going to be super fun. Cute. Um, and yeah, but like, I like, I don't know. I like physical attraction, like physical, physical affection on the couch, you know, like holding hands or like rubbing, you know, each other's shoulders or like, you know, his head laying in my lap or something. Like, I totally like that. Um, so if you just, if you do that, then you're going to have a successful relationship. I'm bringing it back. Well, I think that, those, I, those are the I keys. Was, see, I wasn't saying that's for everybody. I was saying oh. you have to give each other what each other needs you have to, and you what have to i have personally communication need, to figure out what you need right what i personally need is physical uh, contact mm-hmm. something something that i'm going to add on to that that you didn't mention is i need space like i it doesn't matter how much i love someone or how much i'm really into someone like i need my alone time and i need someone to be okay with that right They're like I, as, as much as i like you like i cannot spend every waking moment around you or else i will just be fucking exhausted Period. I think that fits into the give each other what <coughs> you need. Yeah. Category. Okay. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, good, good. question. Good question, Connor. Uh, happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. I'm, it's Enjoy so, I'm it so while happy it you're happy. Enjoy yeah, it while it lasts, Connor. Just kidding. Uh, Call me when you break up. Just no, kidding. God. Hope you're together five ever. And I hope you five ever. write that in all of the notes that you pass back and forth. Oh my god! Together five ever, and you sign his last name. You write it in your notebook, and then you cry oh at god. night. Oh my god! Not that I've ever mm-hmm. done this. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> my laugh is so sad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. Okay, uh, thank you, Connor. <laughs> uh, we've got a text message. It says, "Hi, Sam and Joe. This is Shannon from Ohio. I have two questions for you." Uh, you can answer both, or keep one to use when you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Okay, so I'm just gonna do one of these. Uh, she says, so I wonder, uh, I was wondering if you know your Meyer Briggs personality type and whether or not you think it reflects who you are. Thanks so much for the podcast. It helps ease my anxiety and depression and makes my long work commutes a little more bearable. So oh my thank, God, thank you, you so much. Shannon. Yeah, thank you. Um, if y'all don't know, Myers Briggs personality test marks like four like indicators of your personality. Yeah, I guess that's a good way to say it. And like my I got my first one done by my a therapist I was seeing at the time. I recently, oh, okay. and I so I knew what it was like five years ago, or but it can mm-hmm. change, of course. And I recently yes. redid it just like 
a week ago or something, a couple weeks ago, I think. And I got the same thing. But mm-hmm. I think my percentages have tweaked a little bit. You know yours too, right? Yeah, I do. I I, I think I, I retook mine um, a couple months ago and one of them had changed, but I don't remember which one had changed. Um, but I this is the one that I know that I at least was for a while. Um, so I have that one up. Um, what is it? It's INFJ personality or, quote, the advocate, end Ooh, quote. I am INTJ, which Ooh. is the mastermind. Oh, a fucking course <laughs> you are, you piece of it's shit. It's like the, it's either the rarest or the second rarest combination. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first test I ever did, I don't know if I got the percentages. Like, you can take some of them and they tell you what, like, what percentage of each you are. So, like, my introversion, which is the I, is 69%, which means I have a strong preference to being an introvert. Yeah. Um, and then I've got uh, intuitive for my I, 44%, so I'm, like, sort of moderate. Thinking over feeling, 38%, and judging, 22%. Mm. I don't I don't even remember my um percentages. So yours should you should be the same as mine, except you're more did you say you're F instead of T? Yeah, INFJ. So that you make decisions or you think more with like your feelings. Yeah. I just like have feelings. You just have I think my feelings, my thinking and feeling one has changed a little bit. Like I yeah. used to be very, very thinking. But like mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, I'm like more in touch with my emotions and my feelings. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I can I can access them as well. Um, oh my God. So do you think yours fits you? I feel like mine fits me. I think it's ironic that mine is quote the advocate when I was just talking about like like not wanting to. Hey, you hate you know, to advoc- be an advocate, and you how hate, I hate being you hate an, an everyone advocate. who's an advocate, and you just wish yeah. I think that's hilarious. Would die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So my traits are like soft spoken, but they have very strong opinions and will fight tirelessly for an idea they believe in. I guess that kind of fits me. I I feel like like a lot of this definitely I'm I'm going through. I don't want to bore you guys by reading this entire fucking page, but I feel like it's about time that I retake this test. I feel like the the Myers-Briggs personality test is is a really good uh, way to kind of like figure out your baseline. I feel like it's super fun to do. But the thing that I always take away from it is that it is that that it changes. I feel like that it's totally open to change throughout your life and throughout your experiences. Right. I don't think that it's a it's yeah. a solidified thing. No, like depending on your life stage and like we're different people depending on who we're around and where we're at. Like I'm a totally yeah. different person in Chicago than I am in Arkansas. Like totally I like different things. I'm totally different but i feel mm. but like this hasn't changed for me which is interesting oh my god like it, my percentages have changed but mm. you know i'm still an intj oh my god you're still joseph still, you're still joseph. little you still my core uh i would um i definitely think mine fits me i definitely yeah. think it fits me um i would definitely say look up they've got a lot of myers-briggs tests online mm-hmm. uh, some i'm sure are probably more Incredible or better than others so you can probably google a good one you shouldn't have to pay to take it no um, no don't no, pay money for don't this pay shit. money to take it uh, but it's no. it's good i feel like it's good to know too because it like shows you it, it helps you learn more about yourself yeah because really though like when i hear us in this podcast a lot of the times i say i think like mm-hmm. before a sentence like i think this or i think that 
And then yeah. occasionally I'll notice I'll say, I feel. I feel like oh. this is wrong, or I feel like it's different. Oh. So you, I feel like it makes you pay attention to like. You're clocking your own, you know, right. brain, bitch. It makes you like understand where your opinions are coming from. If they're coming from your thoughts or if they're coming from a feeling of something. It's interesting. It really makes you think and or feel. It really makes you think and or feel. Wow, so oh wise. Um, there's a website that I'm on right now called 16personalities.com. That is one, the number 16personalities.com. Um, that's where I'm, at least I'm reading about my INFJ personality. Um, I'm pretty sure you can take a test here. So if you guys would like to figure out your Myers-Briggs test, um, you could probably take it here. I don't think it costs any money. Mm-hmm. So, and it's it's a cute website too. So oh, maybe cool. do it there or whatever. Nice. But I I'm gonna have to retake mine because I I was reading through it and some of its effects some of it definitely describes me but some of it, of it doesn't. So I think my my test results may be old. I might have to redo it. So I might have to get back to you guys in the podcast. Yeah. And chumps, talk about um, our our tests later on. But good questions. Thank yes, you guys so much. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, Connor. Very good questions. As usual, mm-hmm. we always need more. You can hear how to send them to us in the outro always always um and you can learn about being a patron in the outro too um mm-hmm. which we will we have bonus content for them which we will be doing there was one this past weekend and then uh the weekend after this one there'll be another little bonus episode for y'all but mm-hmm. thank you everyone who listens we will uh, see you guys next week yep that sounds good bye guys bye guys Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support and help keep this podcast going by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch available. If you want a cup of fresh air mug, how to train your brain shirt, and more, visit our Spreadshirt at spreadshirt.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to... Alex P. Allison B. Julian S. Ben B. Eric H. Joshua L. Jazza. Kevin V. Kathleen E. Megan C. Kylon C. Vincent L. Pablo F. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you next week on... The The Show! Show.